0: Final round. You win. Welcome to Button Mash, the show where we mash all your video game content for the week for you to listen to at the press of a single button. My name is Roger and with me, as usual, well, haven't had you on for a while, but I believe your name is Chris.
1: You.
0: Really we're back. We are back. It's been about a month since we oh, man. did an episode. Yeah. Um, we might be a little bit rusty, uh, <laughs> but we're Definitely. not going to let you down. Not going to let you down. So, a um, little bit light on uh, news this week because I've just got back from America and uh, yeah, we're just going to talk about mainly what we've been playing past couple of weeks or so, oh, um,
1: I was, I was. but
0: before we do that, we finally got the reveal trailer for Borderlands Three.
1: Yes.
0: What are your thoughts,
1: man? I'm so excited, man! So excited. Um, it's very like Borderlands, like exactly like there was nothing that really kind of
0: mm.
1: uh, shocked me. In the trailer, Um, I wasn't like, "Oh, what? That's weird." It just looks like Borderlands.
0: Yeah, like it's more
1: more Borderlands. borderlands. Yeah, and that's great because it's Mm. a fantastic game. So, Um, yeah, I did see how there was there was more. Um, I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm really not sure. I like the bit at the end where it was just like guns and more guns over, what was it like? (laughs) It's just ridiculous. Yeah, over 100 million, trillion guns or something. Um, But yeah, like it's just keep it the same. It's it's awesome. Um, Yeah, I'm really interested to see what they're going to do because we haven't had a Borderlands on the current console um we've had the remakes and stuff Mm -hmm. like the handsome collection and stuff like that but um
0: yeah man i'm peaking pumped up yeah can't wait how about you uh i've like i've liked borderlands but it's mainly like just playing with you and we haven't played that much together so i'm not yeah yeah, i'm kind of like it'll be cool to play together but i'm not Mm -hmm. like super pumped um, especially like it's like post apocalyptic games have become the new zombie games. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. this year we already got um, Far Cry New Dawn that's already come out. Mm-hmm. We're getting um, fucking Rage 2 in May. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting Borderlands 3 and like Fallout 76 came out a little bit before. And it's like. Uh... I don't know, like the the setting has sort of lost oversaturated its charm a bit for me. Mm. Um, but look, to be honest, I'll probably pick it up, and I'm sure we'll have fun together. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not really super hyped for it. Like, I'm glad mm-hmm. that it's finally been revealed because I know a lot of people have been looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like personally, I'm just like eh. I'll get it, I'll play it, I'll probably enjoy it. But um there's other games that I'm more looking forward to, I think. Yep. If I'm being honest. Maybe. Um
1: We don't know the release date, but I think they leaked it today, didn't they? By accident. Um, it came, or is that a rumor? I think they it, it said
0: didn't the, doesn't it say twenty
1: nineteen? Um no, but I think there was a leak saying what Hang on, I'm gonna look it up while we keep speaking. Mm,
0: I believe um, either in the trailer or like around before or after, um, it said 2019 release. Okay, I'm like 99% sure, I reckon.
1: Okay, so Borderlands 3 will release September 13th, according to a tweet from the official Borderlands Twitter account oh. that has since been deleted. The tweet, which appears to have been intentionally published on Monday, states, "Mayhem is coming September 13th. Pre-order now for Gold Weapon Skin Pack." What
0: the fuck?
1: Yeah, I thought so. Um,
0: yeah, I, I I always thought um, I don't know where I saw it, but I saw somewhere that it was coming out this year. Yeah, that's quite
1: that's quite early. Um, I thought
0: for a. I think because there's been rumors going around. They've been like showing off, um, you know, their new engine, that sort of shit. And it looks like what they were showing off, like their tech demo, it was obvious that it was the next Borderlands. So yeah. I'm sure they've been working on it for a while, but mm-hmm. they just wouldn't talk about it until it was ready. Um yeah. Which, yep. yeah, I think it's good. I think, man, if just everyone can be like, Fallout 4 or I think it's a bit too much to ask but be like Apex Legends like (laughs) fuck yeah in the art style
1: it's it's definitely more cartoony as well and I saw by the general public who I don't think have really played much of Borderlands they're like Mm. oh is this PS3 graphics Um, it's not part it's it's the art style
0: of it and it's yeah, but it's, it's like I um, mean, like how Apex Legends, just like they're like, hey, we we made this game and it's ready. You can go play it right now. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I feel like if everything was like that, like you avoid so many things that like have been happening. For example, like showing off your game at E3 for like two, three years and then it comes out and then people go, um that's yeah. not what it looked like in the first yeah. fucking E3 demo. Like just your game's ready, like you've put it into work, just mm. put it out there. Like it's I
1: think it I think if it's a free game, I think you can do that. But seeing it's kind of like got a lot of work in like the campaign and it's it's a bigger game than Obviously, Mm -hmm. like any of those free kind of games, but um, it seems like you want those pre-orders to come in. Yeah, but even like,
0: even like, say three, four months. Like, I'd Mm -hmm. be, I'd be happy with. Yeah, like the whole just, it just, I just feel like it just fucks them. They're just fucking themselves, like shooting themselves in the foot. It's like Final Fantasy VII remake. It's been like. Three four years, like yeah. I was really excited when they announced it. Now I'm just like, eh, whatever. Like when it comes out, it comes out. It probably won't come out, whatever. Yeah, it just loses its hype. But um, yeah, I think they they they've obviously been working on it for a while. And um, every time so there was some sort of rumor. Like remember last year when there was a rumor it was going to be announced at E3 or something. And it just came out. we were like, uh, no, actually, no, we're not ready to talk about it it's yeah and when they were ready they came out and yeah it's coming out this year so that's weird hey that's good that's good um yeah and that's yeah we haven't even had E3 which will probably have more games that are coming out for they'll fill in the rest of the calendar fucking busy year
1: it's gonna be hectic busy busy busy
0: yeah now Talk to us about uh, Trials Rising that you picked up a couple of weeks ago. <clears throat>
1: yeah. Um, it was a bit of a surprise pickup for me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really um, going to pick this up straight away, um, but circumstances of me being homesick for, you know, four days, um, I was looking at reviews and stuff like that, and I was like, man... I really want to play this game. And I was going to go back to the old trials and um, mm-hmm. and, and just play that. But I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm just going to get the new one. <laughs> I had to. Mm-hmm. Um, then I was thinking about getting on the Switch because it's perfect for the Switch. Um, but the PS4 version, I think it was like $15 cheaper. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So That's I was true. like, I'll just get it on uh, PS4. Yep. Um, it's very similar to... Trials fusion, mm-hmm. um, same concept, so yep. trial bikes. Um, you got the multiplayer ghosts, got to beat the times, you got the bronze, silver, and gold, and you can move on. Mm-hmm. Um, this one they've got licensing to Fox Racing, um, another sp- motocross sponsor as well. I think it was like, hmm, I feel like it's like Oakley or something. Okay. Um, and they've got like little sponsor events, so they like, try and sponsor you. Okay. And then if you get through like a certain, like say, six tracks, they'll kind of give you a sponsorship and give you like a jersey or a helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever you level up, you get a loot box. And then they give it just gives you like um, decals mm-hmm. or helmets, boots, and so on. And it's pretty wacky as well. Um, it, you can, I think you can maybe buy a loot box with real money, I feel like. Can. But I actually have no idea why you would. Like it's all cosmetic. Mm. And you get you level up so quickly. Like there was a time when I was just playing, I just kept on playing and then I had like eight loot boxes. I was like, Oh what the hell? <laughs> so I was sitting there <laughs> just opened up all these loot boxes. Um So It's such a it's such a easy, relaxing game to play as well. You just press the touchpad and you just go back to the start and reset and then you're off. Off you go again. Mm-hmm. Um, the controls exactly the same. There's a bit of a tutorial at the start where it shows you how to play the game. It's like a bit of a school of how to, you know, attack certain jumps and um, certain little obstacles and stuff like that. So once you go through that, then you get onto the main kind of career. Um, there's I think there's six different types of bikes. Um, there's like actual BMX in there. Um, I haven't unlocked that yet or bought it yet. Um, there's a tandem bike. <laughs> there's oh. just your normal trail bike. There's your dirt bike. There's your supercross bike, and so on. Um, the really cool thing, though, I was playing around with the customization of it. So you can actually like, customize everything on your bike to the seat, color, stickers, rims. You can unlock new rims, new tires, um, exhausts. Stuff like that. Um, so I made uh, a Suzuki. So I was like, I'm going to make a Suzuki. So I made the bike yellow, put a blue seat on it, put RM450 on the side. Um, yeah, full decked it out, had gold rims. <laughs> so it was exactly like a, <laughs> like a Supercross bike. Oh, I made the white number plates on the side. Uh, so I was there for like, for like half an hour building that. And then I went to um, like Top Downloads. And mm-hmm. if you're writing search, and I was like, oh, what's this? So I wrote in like um, um, just yeah, the top downloads, and I was scrolling down. And people have made like Honda CR450s and KXs, and um, and they look exactly like them. Like they've done it down to a pin. Like it was just so good, like the, the detail that these guys have like done it. And mm-hmm. the game has probably been out for like two days. And I was like, well, what the hell? Um, and then you, they can put a price on it so you can buy the skin with your in-game oh. currency that you have like a fair bit of anyway. So,
0: yeah,
1: um, yeah. so that was pretty cool. Um, and you can buy jerseys and customised jerseys so you could actually get like a Red Bull helmet or a Red Bull jersey or a Rockstar um, monster. And you can just do, yeah, anything you want, I reckon. It's there. Mm-hmm. Um, like someone made an Essendon Bombers motorbike (laughs) (laughs) and it definitely blew up and gas Um, I was about to say that (laughs) just like this season Um, so yeah I've been really enjoying it Um, I even played just people's random tracks that people have made and remember I was only probably three days in so I wouldn't think there was going to be much in there but there was heaps Mm. Um, there was like an X Games one that this guy made that was so much fun I was just staying there trying to beat people's times um, or just try to complete the actual track itself mm-hmm. um, I don't know how this guy did it but it had an F1 track and you're literally what? driving a car around a track what? yeah behind view as well not like 2D like how it is what? so I have no idea how he made that but um, I was like this is cool um, so I'd hate to see what it would be on there right now. i oh, actually not hate to see. I can't <laughs> wait to see what what else I've made because I haven't played it for uh, probably a month because of the Division 2 came out. But um, yeah, I'm still going through just the normal story missions and mm-hmm. tracks and stuff like that. And um, I really like racing against the ghosts or just other people online. Like, it's so much mm-hmm. fun. Um, I just clicked in it before. And now they've got seasons. So, it's season one has just started and you win rewards by going up, um, yeah, going up ranks whenever you win um, and beat other people's times. And um, I think okay. you have to race other people live though. So, you just go into it and you'll be racing actually. So, there'll be no restarts or anything like that. So, that's cool because mm-hmm. um, you don't know what track you're racing, I don't think. Um, but, um, yeah, I bought it for $29, I think it was. Um mm-hmm yeah awesome man so good i love it like it's just one of those games where if i just don't want to play really you know a division game or a you know Fortnite or anything like that i just want to just kind of sit back relax and just muck around there's there it is and there's heaps of doing it man so yeah i highly recommend it if you like trial fusion you'd love trial rising because it's just um trial fusion but just a lot better (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, there's heaps to do. Like, you just don't get sick of it because it's just never-ending new tracks. Um, But I only just went into that mode, um, the user track mode, just to see, you know, how it is. Mm -hmm. Um, And I only played, like, probably four tracks. I said, oh, this is awesome. And, yeah, I I wouldn't mind to make my own track as well. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Um, But you can go into, like, full detail as well. But, um, no, I'm just keep on plugging away, doing the normal the normal single-player stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> and, um, yeah, that's what I've got to... That's my thoughts on Trial Rising. Awesome. Recommend it. Uh, if 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 you don't care about pricing and you have a Switch, I would get it on Switch because it's just one of those games that it'd be even better, I think, on Switch because...
0: All the sorts of pick-up and easy-to-pick-up. Yeah. Just jump in, jump out kind of play games. Wait for,
1: like... for five five minutes.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um,
1: but seeing I like the game a fair bit, I knew that um, being on the PS4, it doesn't really bother me because you know mm-hmm. I I'll, I'll like the game, so I'd actually come home and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna play Troll
0: Rising." <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Awesome, man. Yes. Awesome. Um. So while I was away, didn't have my PS4 with me. Didn't have my Xbox computer. All I had was my my little switch um and um what i did was i was like oh maybe i'll buy some games before i go and mm-hmm. i can play them um while i on the go and uh, i bought one game mm-hmm. and it's a game that i've bought twice already and that i've already spoken about on the show already so i bought valkyria chronicles for the third time on the Switch because I've got it on I've got it on PS4 I've got it on computer and I've got it on Switch now but it was like fucking dirt cheap it was like 12 bucks or something I was like mm-hmm. I love that game I don't care it's like my pretty much my favourite genre it's like tactics sort of turn based kind of game and yeah awesome. um, and then I also played a shitload of Moonlighter which I've also talked about on the show before um, it's basically like I've caught eight flights altogether during the trip. Yep. Um, so that was pretty much my go to. Like 99, maybe 95% of the time, I was playing Moonlighter. Like, I played for a little bit, like, on the flight there, and I was like, man, I, like, I didn't realize how amazing that game is. Like, I was hooked. Yeah. And, um, like, I already said good things about the game when I first played it. And I reckon it's become, like, my favorite roguelike game. Like, I can't think of any other roguelike that I've loved as much as Moonlighter. Like, wow. it's just a good, like, a pretty much perfect combination of a different genres kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yep. So, it's just that... Sort of, you wake up in the morning and you're like, okay, cool, I've got these items, i got to flog them, uh, put them on the shelves, uh, got to put a price on it, got to figure out what's the, you know, what's the right price that people are going to buy it at. Mm-hmm. And then you go, cool, I'm going to open the doors, people start coming in and um, they buy all this stuff. Sometimes you get thieves that come in. So, what oh. happens is... You, when people walk into the door, they'll have a little speech bubble with like a little symbol in them, right? So yep. you have one with like a mustache and like a top hat. So then you know, ah, oh, this guy's got money. Maybe I'll jack up the prices on a couple of things because they don't mind spending a bit of cash. Yeah. Or you get someone who's like looking for shit to build armor or whatever. You're like, cool, he's probably going to go for that item. And then you have one that comes in he's got like the sort of striped, beanie and like uh, some sort of mask thing and you're like yep. okay this guy's gonna try steal my shit so what you do is you wait you can't do anything until they actually steal something Okay. Uh, so then what they do is they walk around and then they'll go okay I'm gonna steal that item they pick it up and then they try to run to the door if they reach the door they're gone you've lost your item so what you gotta do is run to them and then just tackle them and then take the item back so it's (laughs) kind of like it's just really interesting man like it's so that part of the the game is yeah it's awesome it's like you gotta figure out cool I've picked up this item from killing this monster I'm gonna put it up there Um, I'm gonna put it up for this much and then you people come in and sort of they tell you you know uh, yeah this is a ridiculous price I'm not gonna buy it like fuck off and then you go cool I gotta bring down the price but then if you do that kind of too much and you take too long to figure out what the right price is Mm -hmm. the popularity of the item will go down which means it could have been worth more but now you're gonna be selling it for less because it's not really a sought after item Um, so that's you gotta figure that out as well and then you go out into the town then you've got to Invest your money either in your own shop, making it bigger, getting better items in the shop. Like, Mm -hmm. you get just little things like you can upgrade your register and it's just, it just looks nicer. So, for some reason, it makes people want to tip you more. (laughs) Like, little things like that. Do you think, do you think
1: I would like this game?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Because the thing is, like, if if it was just a roguelike, where you just mm-hmm. go in there, fight monsters, and then you die, you sort of go back, and then the level's are different. Mm-hmm. I've played plenty of those games, and I-, I liked a lot of those games, but if it was just that, I would not love this game as much as I do. But It's just like the combination of... So, you've got that, and then, yeah, when you go into the town, you can upgrade your your shop, or you can invest into other people's shops. Oh, that's sick. So, you got uh the it's like you got stocks <laughs> kind of but it's like you it's pretty much you're unlocking types of shops right okay. so one of them would be the blacksmith he and then yeah. you give him items and money he'll make armor for you new weapons that sort of thing and then you got the potion lady Uh, she'll upgrade your your existing um, items as well or there's mm-hmm. uh just a porn dude that just sells you um, different items um is not much use because a lot of stuff you'll just get from playing anyway um, and then there's like a, a banker a dude where you can inv- that's where you can invest your money and then you come back in a few days and yeah you've obviously got more money um so that's what you can do during the day and then it's night time and you go cool i need to go into the dungeons and kill some monsters and get some items so The sort of gist of it is um, you've got four different types of dungeons, Uh okay? They're all themed around something different. (laughs) So, the first one is golems. So, it's like a lot of like stone monsters kind of thing. Mm -hmm. The second one is forest. The third one is fire. Yeah. And the fourth one is like tech or some shit. So, you've got like robots and that. I'm up to the third one now so how it works is you go into the first dungeon you can't go into all four you've got to unlock them
1: so okay. you go into the
0: golem one there's one level yep you beat the boss and then you go to the second floor of the dungeon you get mm-hmm. to the end of that you beat the boss and you get to the third one and then you've got like a giant boss at the end of that the main boss uh-huh. and then you beat him and you get the key to the next dungeon uh-huh. But the thing is, it's like there's there's pretty much no way you're going to do it in your first, second, third try, right? Because you got um, kind of shitty weapons. You don't really know the enemies. Um, but then when you die, you can either try the level again, but everything is different mm-hmm. or you can just go home. But when you die, um, you lose all your items that you've got. So, what you can do is you've got this weird talisman thing that teleports you back home. Yeah. So, what you do is you get to a certain point point, you're like, oh, fuck, maybe I should just go or I'm about to die. I'm just going to teleport back home. And then you go home and just rinse and repeat. You put your items on the shelf, you um, sell them, and then so on. But then you get to a point where you figure out what you're going to craft, right? Mm-hmm. And then you start going okay well i need these items so i'm not going to sell those Uh, you put those on your wish list and then it puts like a little star on the items that you need yeah you get those you go cool so i'm not going to sell those i'm going to put those aside um i need those to make potions so i'm not going to sell all of those and it becomes like this sort of item management kind of thing as well yeah yeah and it just yeah it's just i love it it's so good like like i said like i already said good things about it when i first played it and like playing a lot more of it while yeah. i was away it's just yeah it's easily i can't think of any any game in that sort of genre that i've enjoyed more than this it's just oh, wow yeah it's nice. awesome That's us like, see and, and it's another one of those games like it's perfect for the switch like yeah you can pick it up play it for five minutes do a like a dungeon run go back home mm-hmm. sell your shit you're done yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if, um, if you've been sleeping on that one, I would definitely recommend that one. Um, I don't... It was on special at some point um, on the Switch. I haven't really kept an eye on the other consoles. It's, it's pretty much available on anything now. I'm not sure if it's on Xbox as well, but it's definitely on PS4 and PC. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, perfect for the Switch, man.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm thinking about picking up that would all Dragon Cafe on Switch
0: because
1: mm-hmm. um, obviously I'm going to be playing my Switch a little bit in on when I I'm off to Bali on Sunday, mm-hmm. so I'm thinking should I get it? It's mm-hmm. probably a good time. I'm probably going to have a look at more, some reviews, a bit more mm-hmm. reviews on it because uh, I'm still unsure. But um, yes, because yeah, I've got. I don't have one of those type of games on my Switch. I've got um, Stardew Valley and stuff. Yeah. Um, But yeah.
0: Have a look, man. There's a a lot of good specials uh, on at the moment. Yeah. Have a browse. Mm. There'll there'll be something in there, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But there was that, and then Valkyria Chronicles as well that I've played on the other, uh, on PS4 and on PC, but somehow I've gotten further on the switch that I've got on the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's such an awesome game. Like the art style is awesome. It's sort of like watercolor kind of drawings and a yeah. uh, bit like 3d graphics. So it's yeah. it looks kind of cell shaded. It's just really pretty, yeah, it's like it's it looks it looks really cool graphics. Mm. I like the all ah, pixelated awesome. kind of stuff, and yeah. Um, mm. So, uh, played that a bit as well because I love those kind of turn-based strategy games, and um, yeah, I played quite a bit of that, and it gets a, bit, a little bit more complex as you go. So, it gets to a point where you're basically in charge of your own squad. Um, and you basically draft your own soldiers, right? Mm -hmm. You make up your own team um, and then you go on missions and then you can choose who from your team you want to take on the mission Um, and then you can sort of uh, put money into research uh, to upgrade your weapons or your armor or that sort of thing um, or your tank Uh, Mm -hmm. and then you can also... Use your experience points that you get from doing missions into yep. upgrading certain types of soldiers, and then when you level them up, they learn different skills as well. Um, so yeah, that's that's really interesting, like trying to come up with your own, own sort of strategies and stuff. And then it gets to a point where, because basically, you can take them on a mission, they can die if they die, they're like gone, There's yeah, soldiers dead. And then you can yeah. go to like the the cemetery and like visit your your dead soldiers and stuff. And it's like that sort of thing. that That's what I really loved about XCOM as well. It's like you feel like you're in charge of those soldiers. So it's like makes it a bit more intense. Yeah. When you when you're playing the missions, um, but yeah, it's um, I think it's still pretty cheap on on Switch at the moment. It's definitely like if you've got a PC, it'll be like fucking three five dollars something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh but yeah. yeah. It's up to the fourth in the series now. Uh that's a bit more expensive, but mm-hmm. like, fuck. Such good games, definitely. Um but yeah, so that's look. hey. i got to have a walk around in the store. Yeah, definitely. Uh Valkyria Chronicles is probably not your cup of tea, but Moonlight yeah, i no. definitely have a look. I think yeah. you, you would enjoy that. It's it's kind of pretty simple. It's like top down, you go into the dungeon. Every dungeon is like... Every piece of the dungeon is just one screen. And yep. you beat the enemies from that screen and then you go into the doorway, onto the next screen, that sort of thing. So it's that type of game, which is... Yeah, it's cool. Different weapons will have different uh sort of how they work. It's like one would do like sort of a semi-circle. Mm-hmm. Um, you can shoot... Arrows, that sort of thing. Oh nice. Yeah. I I reckon you'd like it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it sounds like a bit of a bit of me. That's what I was like, hmm.
0: Yeah. And it's not I'm tempted. It, it, it's it's harder to get repetitive because every time you go in the level's gonna be different. Yeah. Because yep. it's procedurally generated. Um, yeah. and yeah, like that that sort of thing where you it breaks up the thing where you go back home and sell your stuff and yeah it's awesome love it yes so, God damn. all right Spending and then um i got the division and i got old mate nathan to install it on my playstation 4 so i could Good play chat. as soon as i got home mm-hmm. um you've played a lot more than me i'm up to um <laughs> level 6 at the moment i a level mm-hmm. 6 peasant Yep. Nice. At level thirty. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't actually. Have, I don't
1: have a level next to my name anymore. It's uh, goes to gear score. Even oh. you can see that. I just doesn't have thirty. It's just a. Okay. Just a few numbers. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, but oh my gosh, I love the division, man. I'm so happy I'm back, um, and especially when it's just bigger, better in every way and I love it um where to start <laughs> well the story the story is very you know it's the division like everyone knows really the division you're an agent trying to save the world yada 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 you're protecting you know the civilians um so the story is it's a you know it's nothing to rave on about I wouldn't say it's a you know oh man get the division too it's the plot twist oh, at the end, though. Oh, boy. What a, <laughs> what a story it tells. Um, no, it's not like that. It's definitely a, a, a loot shooter. You go out, get keep on getting better guns, getting better gear, um, and there is just a fair bit to do. Mm-hmm. Um, now, first off, when I played it, is I like the the night and day cycle mm-hmm. um it's just not a darky snowy mm. day now i think we were going on about if it was day in the division one um you I said it
0: think... was nighttime to whole time
1: yeah or it was just uh, like badly overcast where it was always yeah, dark. yeah, yeah i um, think that's what it was so yeah it was just like sort of um green. well whenever it was i remember that game as being very dark and white and like it just yeah. wasn't you know wasn't bright or anything like that uh, where this one is you know you've got yeah you have got day and night cycle um, rain will come through like storms mm-hmm. um, there's certain parts of the map are different so you're just not looking at buildings all the time um, mm-hmm. you'll get to a point where you'll go more uh, foresty Mm-hmm. Um, and when that light shines through the trees and stuff like that, you just think, "Oh wow!" I, I just stop and kind of, you know, look at it and go, Man, "That's beautiful." Like, damn, you couldn't do this in Division One. Um, <laughs> so the game looks oh, like, awesome, like phenomenal. Um, yeah. gameplay exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, uh, nothing's changed from that at all. You know, it's more of a cover shooter. Um, I feel like you definitely have to take cover a lot more. Yeah. So I feel like you can go down a lot quicker. Yeah. Um, I feel like you can kill enemies a lot quicker. There is still that sponge, but not as bad as what the Division One had. Um. So, yeah, I progress through the whole the whole thing. Um, I can say that Endgame is. Awesome. I feel like okay, this is when the game starts.
0: Okay,
1: uh, so that's good. So <laughs> like at the end, of, I feel like at the end of Division One, and we kind of went to max rank. We were just waiting for the DLC to come out and uh-huh. just running the dark zone. Yeah. Um, with this one, I don't need to touch really any of that. I just want to keep going, and you'll know when you get to that bit into the game. Mm-hmm. But all I can say is, yes, you can just keep going
0: and keep playing. So and... is it kind of a spoiler to talk about Endgame? Yeah. What you do after you...
1: Yes, Endgame. it is. Okay. It's a little, yeah, it's a little bit of a spoiler. I know I know how I said the story isn't that great, but it is a bit of a spoiler, so I don't want to say anything. Um, okay. But anyway, going back to just the main game, mm-hmm. um, the, the side missions are fantastic. They feel like an actual mission in the game. Mm-hmm. They're not just, you know, kill the patrol guy... And you'll drop something. These are more full-fledged missions. I feel like um, yeah. they're different. Uh, they're, there's there's um, strongholds as well. Yep. So they were kind. They're kind of like on. If you ever played Destiny, that would be kind of like your Nightfall. I reckon, maybe. Um, so they go for a while like the strongholds that would probably take you around 25 minutes maybe half an hour to oh, complete okay. one it depends how long you kind of figure it out as well Um, so me and my mate we played one stronghold the other night and we got up to the end mm-hmm. um, and we just couldn't get past this bit we just kept on dying because it was a non-spawn mm. location so you couldn't just spawn back you either had to Get your mate to get you up or too bad. You just go, go back to, to the, the checkpoint. Um, we finally figured it out. It was so dumb. Like we, It was just one of those obvious things. We're just like, oh, that's how we should have done it. Like That's how we can kill that guy and those guys and kill that drums and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's three strongholds in the map. Um, it's based in Washington, D.C. Um, so, yeah, the strongholds, if, if you – You get the first one, and I think it's between, like, level 12... What is it? 16 and 20 or something like that, maybe. Mm -hmm. Or maybe less. And then it gets harder and harder. Um, You need to unlock... So once you've finished the game, like the story, Mm -hmm. then you've got to... Once you've completed then the strongholds or three, you you've get... um, these things called uh, – what are they called? Specials? I think they're – what? Specials? Oh, What are they called? Damn. That's going to kill me, yeah? <laughs> um, anyway, so pretty much if you go back to your um, – the White House, that's where your base of operation is, mm-hmm. and you go back to where they – where the guy kind of um, – you can change like your special abilities, like your little – um, like you know how you get the hive and you've got the little turret that you can flip out mm-hmm. stuff like that, so a little merchant chick appears beside him mm-hmm. and you can select three uh, what are they called oh man that's, that's gonna kill me man um anyway. <laughs> I actually have gone blank. Man, God damn it. (laughs) Um, It's not a a special. It is a special in a way. Um, Oh, man. It's killing me now. What's it called? Damn it. Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to have to look this up because (laughs) I just can't keep saying special. It would be funny if it was a special.
0: (laughs) Oh, no shit.
1: Uh, it is
0: killed.
1: Oh. <laughs> okay, it's called specializations. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I was right. I didn't think it was called that for some reason. Um, Yeah, anyway, yeah. So you've got three specials. <laughs> you've got a, 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 a one called Demolition.
0: hmm
1: One called uh, Survivalist. Mm-hmm. And the other one is called, ugh, I don't know what the last one's called. Um, anyway, there's another one. Uh, <laughs> you get, you get a, um, a new tree of, of perks. Oh. Um, and you get a special weapon. Okay. So the demolition, you get a grenade launcher. Mm-hmm. So you bring out like a noob too. And the survivalist, you get a bow and arrow. Okay. And the other one, I think it might be called the hunter. You have a sniper rifle, but the sniper rifle is like a really, it's, it's like a high-powered like, mm. sniper rifle that deals out like over 100,000 damage. Like Jeez. It's like one shot, bang, you're dead. Um, and then the same... Currency that you use to upgrade your like your perks and stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly the same as, as these things. So you can unlock all three, and it costs you like three um, DHZ points, whatever they're called. Um, and then once you select it, you get an outfit for him. So, a un- like, a unique kind of outfit. So, demolition, you get, like, a right helmet and right gear and stuff like that. And you can go back to your normal gear if you want, but they're just saying, like, oh, here's an actual outfit if you want it. Yeah. Um, and the the survivalist, you've got, like, a cowboy hat and <laughs> you kind of look like a redneck. And the sniper guy, the hunter, you kind of have, like, a balaclava and you kind of look like an urban sniper. Um... And you have, like, a, a perk tree on it. So one will be, like, um, I think mine was... The first one I did was the the hunter, so with the sniper rifle. Mm-hmm. And one of the perks... The first perk was, out of one of the trees, was 5% increase on headshots. Um, if you're behind your teammates, the, all the team gets a buff of 5% headshots. Um, yeah. There's all these little perks. There's there's more than just one. There's like a fair few of them, and then you can just keep on making them better and better. So obviously you can just go out to I think maybe 15 or 20 percent buff of headshots. So that's huge. So if your teammates are in front and they're hitting a head, it's like game set match. Like they've got a 15 percent buff on headshots. Um, the demolition guy that I went to and tried him out that I really like. Um because he has his new tube and it's sick. I can just gives a fair bit of damage. Um his is any any uh white machine gun damage buff of five percent. So I can eventually buff that up to I think maybe fifteen or twenty percent. Um and I love the LMGs in in division two. Um another one was the assault rifle buff as well. Um there's like reloading perks. So there's there's heaps all different ones. Um so kind of You know, once you kind of experiment, but I feel like you've got to kind of stick to one because you don't want to waste all your kind of currency, you know, scattered everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've only just upgraded one of my perks on my guy, of my special, and that's the demolition guy. Um, I haven't used the survivalist yet, but he's more of like a support. So like healing and um, stuff like that. But I haven't used him and I haven't unlocked him, so I can't tell you much about him. But, um, yeah, I love that. At the end game, you get this totally different kind of feel for the game. Like, you get a gun that isn't in the game at all. Like, there's no grenade launchers in the game, full stop. So it's sick that you're like, "Well, what is this? Like, oh, that's sick. Um, the sniper rifle's crazy as well. Um, so when t- you've got your special and you want to use it, You've got to pick up ammo, special ammo, and it comes up, you know, like an orange glow, and that's Mm -hmm. your special ammo. Um, To get that special ammo, it will tell you how to get it. So it might be, um, I think the hunter was killing people with headshots, and it will drop um, the special ammo, but I think it's only like an 80% chance it will drop it, or a 75% chance or something like that, because it doesn't drop always. Um, The demolition is if you kill people with explosives, so a grenade, stuff like that. Yep. Um, The thing is, if we were running the same specialist Mm -hmm. and we both kill some people and there's, say, one special ammo out there, if you picked it up, I couldn't pick it up either because we use the same special ammo. Where, if I'm a demolitionist and you're a survivalist, we have separate ammo so we don't steal each other's ammo.
0: Oh, okay,
1: yeah. So they say that you should go different specialists, um, because then you all have you know, you always have kind of ammo for your special weapon. So I saved mine. Um, all the time so if there's a boss coming around or a gold guy I just save up for that so then I have like you know six bullets on him so I used the um the hunter for the first time and I went into my friend's game Matt and Pat's game and we were doing a stronghold and I said whoa man I want to try this like special out because I still have my two guns my two normal guns so I have like an lmg and a submachine gun and then I have my massive sniper rifle as well so you unfold it and I was like, all right, I'm going to try it out. Headshot him. It was just like, bang, dead. <laughs> straight straight <laughs> away. It's like, whoa, what the hell? I was like, whoa, man. So like, what my level is, like, a high sniper rifle would be... That would probably be 50k damage. This sni- and That would be classified as a good sniper rifle for me, um, for my gear set. Um, this sniper rifle does over 100k damage. So it does like twice the amount of damage what my normal awesome snipe would be. So, um, yeah, that's pretty sick. Um, yeah, so I like that aspect of it, how they're boarding these like specialists. Um, there is control points. you got to take over control points. Um, once you take over a control point, you have your AI um, kind of teammates that will come in and take over. And once you're out in the world looting... Um, or have bottles of water and food and nuts and bolts for them to fix stuff and you got to donate that stuff to your control points and you might have like eight control points around the whole map and you got to kind of keep, keep it up um, of like giving them water and stuff like that. The reason why you do that is their patrols get wider and they get stronger and there's just more of them, of the AI. Yeah. Mm. Um, now, let me say, the AI in this game is really good. Like, they actually help you out. Um, the way I experimented with this was you can call them in with control points. So, if you're about to take over a control point, you can shoot a flare in the, flare gun in the air and they'll come in back up. And it will take them, I think, like 40 seconds to come. Mm-hmm. Um And then, yeah, you see them taking cover and shooting and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's just one of those games where they're just there to kind of distract, but they actually won't kill enemies. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just kind of said, we'll see if they kill anyone. So I sat back, took cover, and literally drank my coffee while watching these guys fight, and they were killing them. (laughs) I was so surprised. I was like, this is awesome. Like, um, There was a time where I died doing a control point, and they were attacking, and... I had to respawn at the safe house and had to run over to them and they killed the the boss. We took it over. What? Yeah. Like they took it over without me actually like, you know, I wasn't there till the end. Like I died when the boss was out there and I think he was like half dead. And then I was like, no, we have to like uh, go back. And I went back there Mm -hmm. and they're like, yeah, we did it mad. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) I was like, you guys did it? I was like, yes, that's awesome. Then they're like, oh, yeah, the the weapon locker room's open or the storage locker, whatever it's called. So you open up a kind of like a secret room mm-hmm. in control points and it has like a gun uh, crate and all this cool gear that you can get. Um, so I was really impressed by that. Um, I'm impressed as well by the enemy AI. Um, each kind of um, faction has their own playstyle of... Mm-hmm of their attack you so there'll be one faction that will flank you. They'll try and flank you at all costs so that you can see them like running around or jump through windows and they'll always try and flank you and get behind you. Um there's another faction that will run at you with fire and they're all very they love fire so they'll throw like, you know, Molotov cocktails at you and use guns that have, you know, fire bullets or um stuff like that. And they're very aggressive on you. Um and then there's another faction that are Pretty heavily armed with the snipers, and they'll sit back and um, yeah, they're they're quite smart as a AI, an enemy AI, because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of enemy AIs out there that is just so dumb. You just like, mate, mm, yeah. this is this is so dumb. Like, but um, I feel like these guys have got you know a bit of character to them, and they they've yep. got some strategies and. Um, It's good to try and figure out some things as well, especially when you're doing these strongholds. Like You kind of have to be like, hang on, we need a plan here. Mm -hmm. Um, It's good to switch up your perks as well. Um, Like I've got another one that's a hive. I think it's the last one of the hives called Reviver, where you can revive your mates without you being there. So if you throw your hive across to them, and if they're in that radius, it will just get them up. Mm -hmm. Um, Or if I just go down... um, I'll just get back up again as well. Um, and then there's obviously, you know, you get your turret, you got your flyby, it's like a paper airplane that you throw and it kills them all. Um, there's just so many different types of play styles.
0: Um, yeah.
1: And that's what I love about the game. And there's so many different ways you can go about doing a mission as well. Um and perks and helping each other with different things or like I've experimented with so much like I've gone in there with literally no attackive stuff it was all defense it was um health reviver and I had a drone that always gave me armor as well so you know it was hard for me to die but when it came to that boss it was a bit of a slog because I didn't have any special um you know um sort of offensive. Or- offensive stuff yeah like I couldn't attack them but I would always be like kind of protected in a way mm. uh, but then sometimes you think like oh no that's not going to work because if more groups comes out I've got to kind of do a bit of crowd control and if I put a drone out there they'll attack them well I can take the boss and you can do that and I'll do this and I'll run a healing you don't need to run healing you can just run all offensive stuff and um I don't know man I've just been loving it like there's so much kind of diversity in the game and I love it um and I didn't think there'd be that much in this game with that um crafting still there crafting blueprints, um crafting guns and gear crafting perks you got perks on your gear as well so you can put on like buffs on your gloves on your on your knee pads anything really um the list goes on um then you got cosmetic gear as well um just to make you look cool sunglasses hats (laughs) um (laughs) I've been really lucky. I've opened up, I think I opened up one, one of the most expensive gear in the game. And it's like an actual like officer's blazer. I think i got that like, like level seven or something oh. these metal stuff. And I was like, Whoa, this is a gold like item. That's cool. Um, and then I added up and got these little points that you can actually buy cosmetic stuff. So I mm-hmm. bought, the, um, I bought the pants for it. So it matches.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, that that's pretty good in it. Like the cosmetics, everyone looks pretty different. Um, even the backpacks and um, you can color them. So you have dye now, so you can dye your backpacks and your your clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can also change the skin color of your guns. That's pretty, you know, original. That was back in the Division One. But the dyeing of your backpack and stuff like that is is new to the game. Um, The way to get dye is either from these little yellow crates that are around. So when you're walking around Washington, look up in the sky, there'll be these big yellow kind of crates that will be hanging from a tree or from a building. Um, Sometimes they are on the ground. I think there's like 10 of them on the map. Um, I've come across, I think, three or four, and you just literally shoot it, and it'll open, it'll drop some camo and a bit of gear. And, yeah, then you can start just dyeing gear. So I picked up red dye so i just dye everything red (laughs) and i picked up a red camo as well so everything's just kind of red for my guy um so that's pretty cool um now you have the dark zone as well so that's the pvp kind of pve uh side of things um the dark zone now split up to three different sections of washington um, different levels. Now, I don't think that actually affects your gear score. Like, everyone's kind of even. So, if you go in there with an AK at level, you know, that brings out, say, 20K damage, everyone will have a 20K damage gun. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: Like, everyone's kind of evened out. Um, mm-hmm. You When you go in there, you're not wasting your time. Once you get some loot, there'll be some... Um, Uh, toxic kind of gear where you actually have to extract it and there's other gear that you don't need to extract it you can literally just chuck it straight on as well and that's kind of just normal gear that you would normally find out in the real world Um, but in the dark zone the really good stuff that you find will probably be contaminated and you'll probably have to extract it Um, we've extracted a few times and we haven't had a problem with anyone killing us Um, I think They have, um, what do you call it, that radius chat where you can speak to them if you're near them. Mm -hmm. And then if you're not near them, like you can't hear them. But seeing me and my mate were in a party, they couldn't hear us, but we could hear them. And it was really funny though, because I didn't know about this, but once someone called an extraction in, we said, oh, sweet, we'll use their extraction and see how we go. So we run in and then we hear these guys are like, oh, here comes two dudes. And they're like, oh, should we kill them? And I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. And then they're like, no, 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 see if they do anything. And then I kind of just did like an emote of me just doing like star jumps and just like waving and stuff like that. And then Mm -hmm. they're like, no, no, they're cool. Uh, Yeah, don't shoot them. Like you don't know, they might have more like another two guys behind them or something like that. Yeah. Um, See how we go. And so it's really funny because like we could hear them, but they couldn't hear us because we're in our party. (laughs) But um yeah, it's that kind of brings another element. But I feel like, yeah, not many people are attacking as much. I haven't unlocked the last Dark Zone. I just haven't done the mission, to be honest, because um, I've just been distracted with other stuff. But um, I'll probably do that tonight, actually. I should probably unlock the last one. But um, there is uh, an aggressive Dark Zone bit called... I can't remember. I read on. I read about it as well, but um, it's very friendly. Like it, you can ha- you can do whatever you want in the dark. So now it's a bit more. Um, like you can't accidentally shoot.
0: Yeah. Uh, another team.
1: Another yeah. You can't accidentally shoot yeah someone else because last time I remember, even I think when I was playing with you maybe or someone else, I think it might have been Pat, where you know you'll be shooting some AI and then another group will come and help you. And then you'll accidentally, like, they'll walk in front of your gun and you'll shoot them and then you'll go rogue. And you mm-hmm. think, oh, man, are you kidding me? Like, oh, damn it. But now you actually have to hold down the uh, touchpad to go rogue and then you can start killing, like, other players. Um, another thing in the Dark Zone is when you go rogue, there are these little switches um, around the Dark Zone map mm-hmm. that it tells you can go to. Once you get up to 100%, it takes you to like this ghost aware and it has um, a guy there that sells you special gear but you need a special currency for it in, I think it might be, yeah, it's in the dark zone. I haven't really come across it because I haven't actually been in the dark zone a lot. Um, But I've done this thing a few times with Matt where, yeah, you get up to 100% and then you get to your rogue status gets cleared when you get to it so you see the down a drain or in a building or something like that and then there's a guy standing there and you can sell mad stuff and then you can come out but while you're flicking these switches they'll have these um really cool loot um boxes that you can open and get pretty good gear because i think the better gear the the higher rogue level you get the better gear you get so okay. it kind of gives you like, mm, should we go rogue and just let's do the let's do the switches and try and find the lair and get really good gear on the way and extract it, or because so when you get all this gear, you go into this lair, your rogue status gets wiped clean, but then you got to extract your stuff, right, and then that's when you're obviously just pulling yourself because you're like, oh man, you know hope no one comes along and just cuts the rope or tries to kill us or something like that because they're going to have some pretty sick gear but Mm -hmm. um, no I found the dark zone really good and I think you'll enjoy it too um, because it's not so it's not so aggressive and it's not so crazy as like the first one Um, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people helping each other I feel like
0: (laughs) it's really bizarre
1: Um, but yeah we're in the first two dark zones so um, I think there's more to the dark zone than I don't know so I'll be interested to find out a bit more. And I will probably find out a bit more about it on Friday when we when we have a bit of a sesh. But um, I think that's all. I've probably rambled on so long about it because um, <laughs> there's so much. There is. There's so yeah. much to the game. There's even bounties as well. Like There's daily bounties. There's daily activities. There's da- there's just so much to the game. There's raid. Eight-man raids coming out as well. Yeah, I saw um, that. this Oh, gosh. I just... Had to see what that's going to be like. That's going to be crazy. Um, and then they're bringing out new like specialists as well. So that would be cool to see what new specialists they bring out. Um, yeah, man. I'm just really enjoying it. Like I really like the Division 1, and this is just even better. Like If you didn't like the Division 1, you're going to hate the Division 2. <laughs> but if you like the Division 1, you're going to love the Division 2. If you haven't played any of the Divisions, well, shit. If you like loot shooters, third person, definitely pick it up. Um, You can definitely play it by yourself. Um, I reckon I've played it by myself 70% of the time. Um, And I've played it with a few with randoms as well. If you get stuck anywhere, even in the open world, you can call other division agents just to come and help you fight in the open world.
0: How do you respond to that call?
1: Uh, You hold the touchpad. Okay. And then you'll hold down on the D-pad. It will say to you, when it comes up saying a like, division agent needs help, it will yeah. come up from the left of what to press. Oh, okay. And then you just, yeah, just kind of just press it, and then you'll just go into their game, and then you just help them. Um, I like to help people if they're doing missions and stuff, um, open world stuff. Sometimes I just feel like they just want someone to play with. They just run around <laughs> with yes. you, and you're just like, what are we doing? Like, Why do you need my help? <laughs> But, um, like, cause you're like, I could just be running around in my kind of map and doing my things. Um, oh, I, I need help, actually. I do need help. Um, I, I saw a few people with these masks, right, on their yeah. faces. And I was like, they were cool, man. how do you get them? And I couldn't find it anywhere. So I just YouTubed it. And there are 10 masks in, like, all around the map. But they all have these little kind of things that you have to do. So, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna give one mask a go and see what happens, right? And I actually, it sounds like this guy was making it up. So he's like, all right, go here, and there's a memorial, right? There's a there's a thing with all the people's names, and there's a light that's shining onto it. He's like, so you have to shoot the light out, Mm -hmm. then you have to step off the water, then you have to salute to the memorial, and then you'll. A, a, like a ghost will pop out like a it's called a ghost but he's not a ghost he's like a real person kind of and once you kill him he drops drops like the mercenary mark mask or whatever and then you can pick it up and you can you've got it and you can just chuck it on wherever you want and i was like mm, that sounds like a lot of rubbish but i'm gonna try it tried it boom smoke comes out this guy pops out and i was like whoa! i was like holy shit this is real and then I was trying to kill him. And man, I was struggling hard. I we didn't kill him. Like, I kept on dying. I died like six times. I was going back there and he was kind of fighting like other AI and stuff like that. And he had a drone that was flying around and it was gold as well. And I was like, oh, this is really hard. I was like, man, I need someone. <laughs> so I didn't get the mask, but there are other ones as well. There's another nine that you can do that are different. Like, you know, go to this place and, mm-hmm. you know, two people and another, you know, person pop up. But um, and I've explored heaps. I've explored the sewers, some sewers and just new places. And there's will be survivals with like missions and side missions and just hidden stuff as well. And, oh, man, this goes on. Love it. Really good. One negative for me, though, Mm -hmm. that I'm a bit disappointed about. The popping textures for fucking PlayStation. Sucks penis. The what? Poppings. The animation. Stuff rendering really late. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you've probably noticed that. Apparently it's a problem on the PlayStation Pro, not really? on the normal PlayStation. Bizarre. Oh,
0: uh, what the there's fuck? a
1: few things that people said you could do that I tried. Yeah. I don't think it helped that much. I still saw it. Yeah. Um and it's really bizarre where there'll be a truck and it'll just be fuzzy riding. I'm like, what? I'm like, it hasn't loaded in yet. And I'm like, this is weird. Um so yeah, that sucks. Um that was my big negative about the game is the, the yeah, the poppings. They were, they were... Um, There's a lot yeah, of it. Yeah, it was really annoying. I don't see it as much now because I'm just maybe even used to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um yeah, that is annoying, disappointing, but hopefully maybe they can bring out a patch and maybe fix a little bit of it. I know they won't be able to fix the whole thing, but... um. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. It's weird that it's on the PlayStation Pro, but not on the PlayStation.
0: Yeah,
1: what so. the fuck? Um, yeah, but, yeah, man. I'm loving it. I can't wait to play with you because I haven't played with you yet. Um, And I can play with you now. Yay!
0: Because
1: <laughs> it doesn't matter what level you are, you all go to the same level. So, you've Ro- seen I'm on level 25 and Roger joins my game. He goes to level 24. He goes one boy, me. Um, And then... I'm actually not sure what happens if I join you. (laughs) I suppose I go to level six.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right.
1: Um, So, yeah, that'll be interesting. But Mm. um, you definitely can play with everyone because Pat, one of our friends, he was like level, same as you, he was like level like five, I think, and I was level like 16 Mm -hmm. and he joined my game and he popped up to level like 15 and he just played with me and it was, yeah, it was fine. It was perfect. So um, yeah, I bet yeah. I don't know what happens if I go join your game though. <laughs> like I haven't yeah. really, I haven't really joined a person that's below me, though. So um, yeah, I should suss that out.
0: Yeah, I'll give that a crack soon.
1: Yeah, but the the, the short time you've had the game, yep. do you have any negatives, positives?
0: Um, any I'm doing it. It's um something that I had uh against number one when we played it was I think it, uh, I don't know what the the time frame was but I remember it being pretty close to destiny I don't know how far apart they were but I, I just they remember were pretty close as well yeah, yeah. I only just a remember few months out I think it was wasn't it yeah Mm. i reckon it was um and i just remember getting all this cool stuff in destiny it's like you get this engram and you unlock like some cool piece of armor and then you play you play division you get like a fucking beanie or some knee pads and i was just like uh i'm just like not feeling excited about unlocking stuff at all yeah um but even though it's pretty much the same thing in division two i'm actually yeah more excited about getting stuff i think it's like i'm paying more attention to the numbers how it's like increasing my stats and stuff and it's like cool i've got these knee pads that like you know will increase my armor level to like 500 or whatever it is um and uh Bit more sort of um, item management kind of thing, and like mm-hmm. I was asking you yesterday, like, what do you reckon's better? Do I sell my stuff, or do I just um, pull it apart, deconstruct it, and yeah. use the, the scraps to craft other stuff, and De-
1: um, I- aka deconstruct?
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's what I've been doing, um, and uh, yeah, I haven't played with anyone at all. I mm-hmm. did play with randoms when I played the beta, but the full game. I've just been playing by myself and yeah, yeah. It's, it's and it's
1: definitely a it's definitely a game when you're playing by yourself. I kind of like it because I can take my time, go do these sort of side mission here, go explore that mm. little bit there that it doesn't actually show on the map. But there's a guy there and he's like, "Can you help me?" I'm like, "Okay," and then I can just go, "Oh, what's it over there?" And I kind of just take my time and go through it. And I, that's what I love about it. I yeah. So like, and if I want to go into a mission and I really want to go gung ho with other people, I can. Um, so yeah. I know what you mean
0: yeah and um, I mean like it's sometimes like for example I think it was this morning I woke up at like 6.30 or something and I started playing and um, I got up to I think it was a a side missions and I got up to um, the boss and I was just getting slaughtered like I died like three times I was like fuck I wish I had someone with me (laughs) Um, but I'm kind of it's kind of making me better at the game because I'm having to figure out I ways of yeah. defeating like a whole bunch of enemies when I'm by myself. And, yeah. yeah, new tactics, definitely. That's it. So uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's it's been fun. Um, I don't know if it's gonna get repetitive, but I think the kind of the kind of grind where you're just like trying to go for the better gear uh, you know stronger weapons better armor that sort of thing it's just mm-hmm. yeah keeping me going and it's like you said the variety in uh missions and side missions and sort of environment stuff like uh not the strongholds what are the other ones the, the control points or whatever control they're called points, yeah then there's yeah. like hostage situations as well so yes, i did a couple so of those uh, last night and this morning as well and um yeah it's really cool
1: some of the it. um, some of the even story missions are beautiful like mm. there's a bit where you go through a museum that's what I'm gonna say that's amazing Um, yeah they just put a fair bit of detail I feel like the side missions in this one are like the main missions in Division 1 <laughs> like literally yeah yeah um, I agree
0: it's like, bizarre it's if it didn't say side mission on there I probably would have thought it was yeah part of the story it's yeah they're pretty robust, and I, is there a? I don't feel like there is a difference between side missions and main missions, apart from the fact that you get um, better stuff, like um. unlocking perks and stuff from doing main missions.
1: Yeah, you get more XP doing the, the store, like the main missions, um, mm-hmm. and the side missions. You don't get as much XP, XP but the the loot would be nearly the same, I reckon.
0: Yeah, like but in similar. terms of like as a mission that you're playing through mm-hmm. it's uh, they're pretty robust.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um you'll see a few of the main missions and you'll think, Whoa, this is really cool. Okay. Um cool. You you know kind of what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um and we were way off with the division and Destiny by the way. Oh really? Way off. So the division <laughs> one came out March eighth, two thousand and sixteen.
0: Sixteen. 16.
1: Can you believe really? that? Destiny <laughs> one came out September ninth, two
0: thousand fourteen. <laughs> we just two years off.
1: <laughs> Fucking hell. So it must have not have been
0: Destiny. I guess I guess we did play Destiny for the two years. Yeah, that's true. Hmm so when Division 1 came out we would have been playing um, fucking what's it called Rise of Iron or whatever it was
1: yeah one of the DLCs yeah yeah. so mm. but I feel like um, they're definitely just gonna be it will kind of be like Destiny like they're gonna keep on bringing out DLC for the next three years or whatever oh, yeah, like yeah. you're that's just gonna sure. be like you know it could be the end of next year and then you saying to me oh man they'll just bring out a new raid in the division man and new specialists and new like heaps of stuff let's jump on it's like yeah and we'll play the crap out of it for like probably Mm. two weeks until another game comes out but i'll play this a solid two weeks um and i just want to keep playing it like i just want to keep playing it it's so bizarre because i was like oh this is the end of the game and I was like oh
0: nope I just want to keep (laughs) (laughs) playing
1: this is crazy so mm.
0: yeah that's awesome we'll probably talk more about it um, as we play more of it yeah definitely Um, but uh, yeah I think we'll we'll wrap it up here Um, it's been yeah not too bad for uh, yeah having played not too many games so yeah good episode Welcome yeah. to Division Talk Radio. That's it. That's us. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Um so before we go, let the people know how they can find you on the internet.
1: Uh they can find me on Instagram, uh Christophini dot gaming, C H R I S T O P H I N I E dot gaming. I throw up some pictures of what I'm playing, really. That's about it. How about
0: you? Um, So for me, it's Hangs with Rog. So that's H A N G S W I T H R O G. Um, Same thing, really. Um, You can also email any feedback uh, that you want to us. So our email address is buttonmashpod at gmail.com. We also have a website, www.buttonmashpod.com, where you can find all our episodes. Uh, there's also a little button that's handy where you just click on it. It'll open up the email thing and you can just write your email there. Um, you can also find us on Facebook. If you just look at button mash podcast, you'll find us there. And, uh, usually put up, uh, what's coming out, that sort of thing. We'll try to be a bit more active on there. I haven't been pretty slack being away uh, and stuff, but we'll try to get back into the rhythm of things. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that's it for this week. Um, nice. feels good, good to, to be back. back indeed. Yes. Indeed. Um, all right. So we'll speak to you next week.
1: LeBron James.
0: Final round.